time. Who's ready to pack up some Christmas boxes at the end of the service? Who wished they were going home with one at the end? Yeah. It's like you nominate all these people and then you're kind of like, oh, please God, let someone else nominate me. No, that's not how it goes. Hey, with um, this morning being Thanksgiving Sunday, uh, I want to share uh, some quick thoughts on Thanksgiving and why it's important uh, for us to exercise it in our lives. Uh, I'm going to keep this quick uh, this morning, but it's, um, you know, it's been great to take the time to honor people and to give thanks to people, right? Um, and so when we give thanks uh, to God for the blessings for all this year, when we give thanks to uh, our leaders who have led our teams, when we give thanks to our volunteers who come in and put their hand to the plow on a Sunday to serve our church and who come in during the week and go and do stuff in the community to serve uh, the community, our, our thoughts lean towards those people who we're thankful for and who we're thankful to. Uh, anyone else experienced that? Uh, it certainly was our experience when we were being thankful uh, this morning uh, and throughout this week uh, that our thoughts uh, were turned towards uh, those who we were thankful to and uh, we focused on uh, those who have served us. And so Thanksgiving turns our eyes and focus uh, onto those who we're thankful for. You know, I believe the ultimate form of Thanksgiving is uh, to give thanks to God. To give thanks to God for His amazing grace. To, to turn our eyes away from ourselves and to look on God, uh, who is the Creator, and focus on His sovereign grace over our lives. And so I want to share uh, some thoughts and a message that I've called uh, Two Reasons and Two Seasons for Thanksgiving. You like that? So guess what you're getting today? You're going to get two reasons and two seasons. I love it when they're just nice and simple uh, like that. And uh, there are many reasons and many seasons in which uh, we should be giving. And, and uh, as we're going to see later on in, the, in the, the message, Paul actually says that we should be giving in every uh, season, uh, giving thanks in every season. Uh, but for the sake of time, I've chosen two uh, of each of those for us to look at this morning, believing that it's going to speak into our lives. So let's get straight into it. The first reason, uh, if you have your pens and papers with you to take notes, to give thanks this morning is because it glorifies God. You know, when we, think, when we give thanks to God, again, we're acknowledging His sovereignty. We're acknowledging that what we're thankful for was not of our doing, it wasn't of um, other people's doing, but it was because of God's grace, because of who God is, and because of what He is doing in us and through our lives. In 2 Corinthians 4 verse 15, it says, For all things are for, the, for your sakes, that grace, having spread through the many, may cause thanksgiving to abound to the glory of God. That amazing grace that causes thanksgiving to abound to the glory of God. As grace abounds, as we give thanks to God, as that spreads, that amazing grace that we sung about this morning, He is glorified. That says a lot about the testimony that we carry, church. 
that our testimony of who God is and what he's done, that our heart of thanks and gratitude to God for what he's done will bring glory to his name. You know, in 1 Colossians verses, uh, chapter 1, verses 11 through to 13, we read uh, how we should give thanks uh, for our salvation in Jesus Christ. It's the greatest gift we can give thanks for. And it is an amazing gift, that gift of salvation in Jesus. And you know, if you're here this morning and you don't know Jesus, then we'll be giving, as we often do, the opportunity to invite him into your life at the end of this message. But thanksgiving honors God. And when we take the time to say thank you uh, to people uh, who have had an impact on our lives, uh, I believe that we honor those people. We acknowledge their contribution, and we're honoring the work that God is doing through them. Amen? So be thankful. The second reason that we're thankful, uh, that we should uh, always be thankful this morning, is because we're instructed to in Scripture. In Psalm 100, verse 4, It says, enter his gates with thanksgiving and enter his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. The psalmist's instruction here is to enter into the presence of God with thanksgiving. To enter into the presence of God with gratitude. Now, the Bible also teaches both by illustration and by instruction uh, that prayer should be accompanied by thanksgiving and offered in the context of thanksgiving. And in Philippians 4, verse 6, we read, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. And along with this giving thanks in prayer, Paul also instructs the church in 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 18, In everything... What do we do? Give thanks. Something that we see Paul model, often as he's writing letters to the church, where he would write and he would often start, start by saying, I thank God for you. He thanks God for the people in the church. He thanks God for what he is doing through his church. And so there are two reasons for maintaining a heart of thanksgiving, to honor and acknowledge God and to honor people and with God through thanksgiving to give thanksgiving to God, which brings focus and glory to him. And because we're instructed to in scripture. And so let's have a quick look at two uh, seasons in life where we should continue to give thanks, even though we may not... uh, feel like we want to. And the first season this morning is when we're facing the unknown. You know, it might seem like a strange uh, thing to turn to Thanksgiving when you're kind of walking through life and you just don't know what's going on. You don't know what's next. You don't know where you're kind of heading. You just don't kind of see uh, any direction. 
to look to giving thanks seems like a strange uh, place to turn. But giving thanks to God uh, in the face of the unknown, uh, I believe, is declaring your trust in Him. You know, when we give thanks to God for what He's already done, we're declaring our trust in God. We're declaring our trust in His goodness to us. You know, at the start of the Christmas story, we read uh, about Mary being visited by the angel. And the angel says to her, uh, you know, you're about to have a baby. And uh, we know that it's baby Jesus that Mary's about to have. And I can only imagine how scary that must have been, having that happen in that moment. And so she races off and she goes and sees her cousin, uh, Elizabeth. And she gets to Elizabeth and she says, why is this happening to me? And so there's a sense there that she's, she's kind of uncertain about what's going on. Uh, she's pregnant uh, out of wedlock, which in that day and age was a no-no. And so she was in danger of being cast out by her family. Uh, she was in danger of being uh, condemned by society uh, at times to death. And yet in Luke, uh, we read this amazing song of praise and thanksgiving to God where she just rejoices, magnifies God for this new unexpected gift. You know, with Christ the unknown and the unexpected, as scary as we all know it can be, may hold the breakthrough and the blessing that we've been praying and believing for. The unknown, the unexpected, may hold that blessing that we've been praying and believing for. So keep giving thanks in that season of the unknown. Our second season this morning uh, where we should continue giving thanks is in the season when you don't feel like it. How many have ever had a season like that? That season when the last thing you want to do is give thanks. The last thing you want to do is say thank you to anyone. You know, Thanksgiving is offered, uh, I believe, as a response to what is being done and what is already being done for us. Paul was giving thanks to God for the work that he was doing in the church. Paul was thanking those within the church for what they were doing. Mary was giving thanks to God for what God was about to do and for what God was going to fulfill in her. And so we give thanks to God. When we give thanks to God, we're responding to what he has already done, what he is currently doing, and what he is going to do. It's a response of faith, despite how we're feeling. And it's a response to a loving God who has saved us, redeems those who come to him, and a God who continues to transform us every day. And like in the season of the unknown, uh, here in this season when we don't feel like it, Thanksgiving is declaring, God, you're good. 
despite how I'm feeling, you are good. It's declaring that we trust in Him for what is ahead. It's that acknowledgement that we know our ability is limited. But God's are unlimited. It's showing faith in God and a trust in Him even when it seems He's silent, when it seems He's distant, and when we don't feel like it. Because Thanksgiving is something that we choose to do, not feel to do. You know, in times like this, when we least feel like giving thanks, gathering up the strength to give praise, to give thanks, when your heart isn't in it, I believe allows our spirit to drag our feelings step by step back into the presence of faith, into the presence of trust, and into the presence of truth, where God can speak fresh revelation into our circumstances. Amen. And so I want to say thank you again to every one of you this morning uh, who have served, uh, every one of you who are serving, and to every one of you who are going to serve. And I pray that God will continue to speak to you, will continue to bless you, and continue to grow you into the person that He has called and created you to be. So as we close this morning, I want to give the opportunity for anyone, anyone who is here, who's become distant from God, or who doesn't know God and would like to step into a relationship with Jesus, whose birthday we're celebrating on Christmas Day. I want to give you the chance to enter that relationship right now. God loves you and so do we. And God sent Jesus to earth to die for your sin. And you know, the promise that he gives us when we repent, turn from our sin and follow Jesus is that we will live in eternity with God the Father in heaven. John 10.10, Jesus says, I have come that they might, might have life and life to the full. That doesn't just mean having a full life in Christ on earth. But it means having life in the full in all eternity. And no doubt this is unknown territory for some of you to take that step of faith. But it's a decision that will bring new life, that'll bring hope, and that'll bring life-changing transformation. And you can know Jesus by admitting your need for Him, by being willing to turn from your sin 
by believing that Jesus died on the cross and rose again from the grave. And by inviting Jesus to be Lord over your life and to lead you through the Holy Spirit. And so while every eye is closed and every head is bowed, if you'd like to take that step of faith this morning, I invite you to pray this prayer. And pray, dear Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner and need your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins. I want to turn from my sins. I now invite you to come into my heart and into my life. I want to trust and follow you as Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name. Hey, why don't we stand this morning as we close in prayer and pray for our Christmas boxes. You know, if you prayed that prayer this morning, I want you to uh, let someone know, uh, let myself or let Debbie know that you prayed that prayer. Because it's, uh, you know, it says in, in God's word that, that when one person prays the prayer coming to Jesus, that angels are rejoicing in heaven. And so we rejoice with you and we celebrate with you and uh, it's, it's our privilege to be able to journey uh, with you as you grow uh, in your relationship with Christ. But let's pray this morning. Uh, Heavenly Father, we just thank you again for our time together here. Uh, Father, we thank you, Lord, for each and every person uh, who is in this room. Lord, I just pray that you would bless them. Father, that you would bless their households, Lord. Let your spirit just... Uh, Father, just move in a mighty way, bring comfort, bring peace, Lord, uh, bring harmony, Father, into that place uh, as we head into the Christmas season. Uh, Father God, we just thank you, Lord, again, for your amazing love, for your amazing grace. We thank you, Lord, for our salvation. Uh, we thank you, Lord, for who you are and for all you've done, and we give, we give glory and praise to God. We give glory and praise to the Son, Jesus Christ. And Father, may that be our declaration and our cries and shouts of joy throughout the week, Lord, not just in this place, but Father, as we, uh, Lord, as we meet with our work colleagues, as we kind of mix with people, Father, may, may our lives just bring uh, glory to you. May our testimony of thanksgiving bring glory to your name. And uh, Father, we just uh, thank you, Lord, for, uh, Father, just for uh, all the, the food and all the goodies that have been brought in for the Christmas parcels uh, to be put together this, this morning. Father, we just thank you, Lord, for uh, your provision, Father God, and for the faithfulness of your people to give. Uh, and Lord, we just pray that uh, this, this morning as we put those together, that you'll just be with us as we fellowship. Father, we pray, Lord, that as they get delivered to the families today, uh, Lord, that, that, Lord, that you would just bless those families, Father God, that, that it would nourish them, Lord, that it would bring uh, just an overflow, Father, to their provision, Lord, and that, uh, Lord, that it will just bring joy, Father, in Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen, amen.